everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and I want to welcome you to the podcast version of Mike Murphy's Friday Rumblings. For years, these have been a Facebook post each Friday. I decided these words were worth spreading to a wider audience and worth making accessible in another format that might be easier for some people. Full disclosure, Mike Murphy is my husband, and this was not his idea. In fact, I'm the narrator. Rob Bell says, everything is spiritual. You might listen to this podcast and say, wait a minute, sounds like there is some political content included. I would simply echo Rob Bell's words, everything is spiritual. Give the rumblings a listen and see if you agree, or maybe you'll disagree, but I guarantee it will be food for thought. Whether you agree or disagree, keep the conversation going. Also, if you want a print version of the rumblings, you can find it in the show notes or friend Mike on Facebook. Now, are you ready to rumble? Rumble one. On the edge of war, one foot already in, I no longer pray for peace. I pray for miracles. I pray that stone hearts will turn to tenderheartedness and evil intentions will turn to mercifulness and all the soldiers already deployed will be snatched out of harm's way, and the whole world will be astounded onto its knees. I pray that all the God talk will take bones and stand up and shed its cloak of faithlessness and walk again in its powerful truth. I pray that the whole world might sit down together and share its bread and its wine. Some say there is no hope, but then I've always applauded the holy fools who never seem to give up on the scandalousness of our faith, that we are loved by God, that we can truly love one another. I no longer pray for peace. I pray for miracles. Anne Weems. Rumble 2. We worshipped Jesus instead of following him on his same path. We made Jesus into a mere religion instead of a journey towards union with God and everything else. This shift made us into a religion of belonging and believing instead of a religion of transformation. Jesus' primary metaphor of the mystery of transformation is the sign of Jonah. Jesus knew well the graphic journey of Jonah the prophet who ran from God and was used by God almost in spite of himself. Jonah was swallowed by a whale and taken where he would rather not go. This was Jesus' metaphor for death and rebirth. Rather than look for impressive apparitions or miracles, Jesus said we must go inside the whale's belly for a while. Then, and only then, will we be spit out on a new shore and understand our call, our place, and our purpose. Richard Rohr Metaphorically speaking, have you ever been inside the whale's belly and spit out on a new shore? Some of you have. If so, my guess is that there was a renewed clarity of your place in the order of things and perhaps a better understanding of your sense of purpose. Transformation is an ongoing process. It's like being born again, again, and again, and again. Wowzer. It's a game changer, isn't it? Rumble 3. Daily Prayer of C.S. Lewis. May it be the real I who speaks. 
May it be the real thou that I speak to. Amen. Rumble 4. Yes, it can be done. Si, se puede was the rallying cry used by Cesar Chavez as he organized migrant farm workers. Barack Obama riffed off it and made Yes, We Can his campaign slogan. Call me crazy, but I still believe that we can. Rumble 5. At the end of the day, the problem is the human heart. It's not guns. It's not weapons. At the end of the day, we have to protect the right of the citizens to protect themselves, and that's the Second Amendment. House Speaker Mike Johnson. After researching the new speaker, this doesn't come as a surprise. When push comes to shove, he's a mega guy, just a slicker, more pious version of one. My take is that as long as the speaker and the rest of the mega legislators insist on bowing down to the gun lobby and remain adamant in their resolve to not allow common sense gun legislation, which would need to contain money for mental health initiatives to come to a vote, our country will continue to experience heartache many times over. As long as increasing the bottom line of gun manufacturers stays the priority, and as long as those in Congress get their campaign contributions, nothing will change. And the next time a mass murderer kills our citizens, mega members of the House will, on cue, offer thoughts and prayers for the broken-hearted families of the victims. Miroslav Volf once said, there is something deeply hypocritical about praying for a problem you are unwilling to resolve. I'm tired of the hypocrisy. Rumble 6. Let ignorance reproduce itself until it is weary of its own offspring. Khalil Gibran. Rumble 7. It's the fundamentalists, the purists, the ones filled with stubborn certitude. They are the problem. Whether it's fundamentalist Baptists, Catholics, Jews, Muslims, Mennonites, Presbyterians, Democrats, Republicans, Mormons, or Rotarians, the results are the same. They see a divide and make it wider and deeper, all the while saying, it's our way or the highway. I find fundamentalists of any stripe to be trying and closed-minded. Fundamentalism creates a climate that nurtures anti-Semitism, and our Jewish friends are rightfully fearful for crimes against Jews are multiplying. Fundamentalism also breathes life into Islamophobia, encouraging the haters to keep doing their thing no matter what the cost. Our Muslim neighbors are rightfully afraid. It's all very scary these days. Our task is to both stand with the oppressed and examine our own lives to see whether or not there's an inner fundy in us that needs to be expelled. Rumble 8. Popeye said, It's all I can stands. I can't stands no more. I'm not at that point, but there are moments when I feel like I'm close. Perhaps that's why this piece touched my heart. God of the weary, receive my tiredness. God of the hungry, know my emptiness. God of those in danger, hold my fear. God of the silenced, hear my despair. God of the heavy laden, give me rest. God of the hopeful, 
Fill me again with longing. Janet Morley. Rumble 9. Do you remember that time in scripture when Jesus walked along the seashore and he pointed out three separate groups of people, lepers, widows, and refugees, and then told his disciples that in the kingdom of God, such people are of no importance whatsoever? And then, do you remember when he was on that big honking yacht cruising on the Sea of Galilee and he uttered those famous words? This is what life is really all about. Forget all that first shall be last and last will be first nonsense. Remember? Neither do I. But I know a fair amount of people who are acting in ways that indicate they actually believe Jesus said things like this. Willful moments of stupidity help people justify all kinds of things that give them permission to trample on all that is good, just, and holy. It's a strategy that does great damage to both the perpetrator and the victim. Rumble 10. A friend had been going through some difficult familial moments. She said, I found a working peace with it all, and that has enabled me to move forward. Sometimes that's the best we can get, a working peace. One of our pastors prayed this last Sunday in response to the killings in Maine. I found it to be meaningful. She said, God, soften the memories of those who were witnesses.